That's no moon. Coming to you live from Coruscant Way in World Drive, you're listening to the intersection of Star Wars, Disney Entertainment, and Parks and Resort Fun. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my ghost host, Nancy. Hello. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all time. We're talking about a very maritime cruise. It's a pun. It's a pun. And I didn't realize it until, like, very not that long ago. More on that later. Uh, yeah. Before we go too much further, the Mouse Droid is brought to you in part by you, our Tashi Station Network Patreon subscribers. Head over to patreon.com slash Tashi Station, get in at the $1 level, and join our Slack team as a result, in which you can talk about parks and resorts fun with us all the time. And ask for our Disney recommendations. Which we frequently dispense in there. We do. It's good stuff. It Again, is. $1, patreon.com slash Tashi Station. And, oh, we've been up to many Disney things. We have. It turns out that is what happens when you have family in town for three weeks. And you don't record for, like, over a month? Oh, man. I I am so sorry. So in addition to having my family in town, I got sick uh, at the beginning of of this month. When we were going to record Mm -hmm. a mouse droid. And I was sick for almost two and a half weeks. With a cough. Uh-huh, which so is not conducive to podcast recording. No, it's really not. It's pretty terrible. Um, so, yeah, that's why this show was late. We're sorry. We're sorry. We'll make it up to you. We'll also do a TSR this weekend. And But, but you're feeling better. I am feeling better. That's good. I uh, that, That's very good. It I is. did not enjoy being under the weather, but just in case, I have a... That's really loud. Of cough drops here. You that was you spiking it, not me. That was me. <laughs> that was me. <clears throat> Great. You have Great. a cough switch, Brian. I, I do have a cough switch, except it's broken. Oh, it's stuck. Oh. Which is great. That's that so, defeats the purpose of a cough switch. Yeah, I I, uh, I need to get a new cough switch. Um, but we were at the parks a whole bunch. We were. Uh, we spent a whole lot of time at all the parks through the holidays, which was great. Uh, some highlights. Um, we saw uh, which fireworks? Did we see the Christmas fireworks? Yes, we saw we saw the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. The uh, at Magic Kingdom, yeah, the Hollow Wishes, or not Hollow Wishes, Holiday Wishes. Uh, We saw uh, what? Okay, we saw the Magic Kingdom New Year's Eve fireworks from the Polynesian, and we saw uh, what was? Oh, we saw the New Year's fireworks at Epcot. We went. We saw. 
the first illuminations at 6.30, which was the very last time it will be shown with the holiday tag. And we're very sad about it. And cried. I'm sure they'll keep the holiday tag. I know, but it's just, it's not the same without illuminations. <laughs> and then, of course, the New Year's fireworks has the New Year's countdown which is super fun because they celebrate all the different countries of the world showcase and then they count down to midnight and it's wonderful um and we saw i think we saw all the other nighttime shows yeah we caught every nighttime show well we didn't we didn't see the other oh we didn't see jingle bell jingle bam yeah that i wasn't upset about that but uh, we caught everything else we saw phantasmic we saw Rivers of Light, um, which Rivers I'm still Light. very mad about. <laughs> Rivers Sorry, of Light Brian. is kind of soulless now that they've taken the uh, human actors out of it. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, it's a pretty show, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's not, I like the music. Yeah. The music's really good in it. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, as water-based shows go, it's really kind of like pales to Fantasmic, and I don't even like Fantasmic that much. Sorry. Aw. <laughs> Sorry, Mickey. But Fantasmic is so wonderful and pure. Some parts of it are. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the parks were very crowded. Yes. If you're going to go to Disney World on Christmas or New Year's, Remember, it will be crowded. It will be very, 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 very crowded. And just prepare for that. Accept the inevitability that you will not get to do everything that you want to do. And there will be a lot of people around. Oh, will there ever <laughs> be a lot of people around? Yeah. Uh, I also got some new Disney merchandise that I was very happy about. Oh, what did you get? I got the Haunted Mansion Dooney and Burke wallet. Which is fantastic. Goes with your Haunted Mansion, Dooney and Burke purse. It does, but I usually don't have the two together. <laughs> but it's great because it has a little wristlet strap so I can use it as a wallet and a wristlet. You don't care. I do care. Brian bought it for me. Happy Thank you, Brian. Happy birthday, dear. Mm, thanks. I'm trying to think if I get any other Disney stuff for Christmas. I got Star Wars stuff, but I can't remember. Oh, we got something awesome for my brother. Oh, right. Yeah. I can say it or you can. <laughs> you can say. Uh, so my brother- I actually think it was a gift to me. <laughs> uh, it, it was a gift to you, and so it was very well chosen. a sign that was the Great Movie Ride logo, like a wooden sign to hang on the wall, and it was it's so cool, and we haven't hung it up yet, and we really need to do that. Hang it up on our wall of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yes. R.I.P. Great movie it ride. Was that, it was the uh, big marquee sign uh, on this beautiful um, wood cutout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a well, well chosen, Chris. Um, it's going to look great. Yes. On our Disney wall. I'm excited. Yes. I, I need to actually hang that up. I'll do yep. that this weekend. Yep. It'll be great. <sighs> all right. Is that all the Disney stuff we've been in, up to other than the cruise, which we'll talk about later? Yes. Okay. Disney Entertainment News time. Uh, there's one out of left field. Sister Act 3 is in development for Disney+. Plus. Okay. Is Whoopi Goldberg in it? 
that's all I care about. I have not seen if she is involved or not, unfortunately. Uh, and Kathy and Jimmy. Otherwise, I don't care. Right, right. And Maggie Smith. Um, y- Maggie Smith does need to be in this. You forgot she was in it. I did forget she was in this. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, there is no word whether Whoopi Goldberg is involved or not. Who would they... Who would play the lead if not Whoopi Goldberg? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, we got a cast announcement for The Mandalorian. And yes. there are some interesting names here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Pascal of Narcos and uh, Game of Thrones fame. Uh, Gina Carano. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, which I am... That's interesting. Uh, Emily Swallow. Uh, Carl Weathers. Um... Omid, Omid Abta, uh, I, I'm so sorry for messing this one up. <laughs> Omid Abtahai, uh, Werner Herzog, and Nick Nolte. I'm so confused about Nick Nolte. I am very confused about Nick Nolte. I don't understand the, like, the, the trend of hiring, like, super well-known, older act white actors like with Woody Harrelson and Nick Nolte <laughs> I'm like I don't understand why but okay um I don't really know anyone on the cast list but I'm still excited about the show I'm I'm pseudo excited about the show we were totally nonplussed until we found out Taika Waititi was doing an episode or two right like that's I'm really excited about but um yeah I'm I'm more excited for the prospect of Star Wars live action shows than the actual live action show that they've announced so far. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, Sphero has announced that they are ending their Star Wars droid line. So if you want your own rolling Aww. BB-8, buddy, you better go get one now. Will we still be able to use it? Uh, that's a good question. Because I don't we know if they'll a lot of money on that. Yeah, droid. I don't know if they'll still be supporting the. Still supporting the app after but, that, which would be a huge bummer. But he's my buddy. We got to go play with him. We we do need to go play with BB-8. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Disney Studio Chief Sean Bailey talked about a whole bunch of stuff, such as The Lion King will not be a shot-for-shot remake. Okay, but does does that mean anything? Like, it's still weird. It, Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we know you're doing these quote-unquote live-action remakes to extend your copyright on stuff. Oh, uh, today, apparently, Hunchback of Notre Dame is getting a live-action remake. I don't understand. Is there really much nostalgia for that movie? I've never even seen it. I only know, like, one song from it. Yeah. Yeah, the one that they play in Happily Ever After. Which is admittedly a very good song. Oh. Um... The Jungle Cruise, they are hoping, will become a new film franchise, a la Pirates of the Caribbean. The Jungle Cruise. I never saw the... the the. I never saw it. Did it come out already? Did the Jungle Cruise movie come out? I know they were making one. Uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> now I have to check, because if it did, I didn't see it. No, July 24th, 2020. Okay, I don't feel bad now. I knew that The Rock was in it, but that's about it. I'm sorry, that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I'm sorry, DTRJ. DTRJ. Yeah. DTRJ. Uh, and they also want to give the Pirates franchise a kick in the pants, because, you know, if 
you're going to keep milking that when it kind of needs it. Well, like, they can, like, recast stuff, but get move away from Johnny Depp. Please, please, please move away from Johnny Depp. I mean, like, jeez. Read the room, guys. Right? <laughs> well, he's going to be too busy making Harry Potter movies. So, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Or uh, they can just, you know, not do the Pirates movies anymore. Yeah. And do something else. Uh, well, what are they? They could make Space Mountain a ride or a movie. Listen, I, I am here for it. I would effing love a Space Mountain movie. Like that's not even a joke. I would. I would be all. I would be all for an freaking Astro Orbiter movie. So, <laughs> how about the uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover movie? Uh. Yeah, it's my favorite ride at Disney. Why would I not enjoy a people mover ride or a movie? That'd be perfect. I mean, they can just do the whole, like, Tomorrowland. They can all have them parts of the same universe. There was a Tomorrowland movie that didn't do too well. No, 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 no. Not a Tomorrowland movie. Oh, you mean, like, a Tomorrowland cinematic universe? Yes. Excellent. I'm here for it. They can all, like, be in the same world. Okay. Like, the Space Mountain takes you everywhere. Uh, The Tomorrowland Transit Authority is, like, the stuff on the planets that gets people around. Oh, can we do Alien Encounter? No. (laughs) That's not there anymore. Yeah, I could totally do this. I'm going to do it. Uh, Come on. I mean, you got a new streaming platform. (laughs) It's perfect. Come on. Um, finally, Disney Plus will be home to some exclusive films, but not Star Wars films. I kind of want there to be Star Wars films on Disney Plus. I'm of two minds of this. I'd love for there to be original Star Wars films on Disney Plus, but I think a better use of the Disney Plus platform are for limited run series. Yeah. Plus, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you have more time in a TV show to tell a story. Mm -hmm. Um, but like... I, I look at something like Solo and I think, oh, that would have been a good Disney Plus movie. <laughs> well, or a, let's say, 7 to 13 episode mini. Right. That'd be, that would have been a perfect medium for yeah, Solo. Yeah, because there's so many parts of Solo. There's so many different parts of that movie that, like, they could have explored, like, in episode. Like, they could do one episode that's about Emphis Nest and the Marauders. There they was, could do one were, episode that's about... Uh, the underworld yeah. and mall, the mall stuff, but like, yeah, there it, was just so much crammed into that movie right. that felt really disparate and not connected. Well, I know Star Wars will never do this because they don't like to do this, but I would love if they used the Disney Plus platform as a uh, way to adapt some of the novel and comic stories into animation mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. live action. I would love that. They How? will never do it, but I'd love it. You know what would play well on that is like adapt Shattered Empire. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Because I mean, like, like Inferno Squad is like a video game, but the cutscenes are like a movie, you know, mm-hmm. because they are they're they're scenes where they're act they they're interacting, you know. And I think of like how cool that would be for to see like Shattered Empire or something in that s- animation style. Oh yeah. You know, or or just like my thing back when Legends was not Legends was that I would 
I wanted to see some sort of adaptation of the Thrawn trilogy. But I Disney really doesn't like to do adaptations of things or Star Wars doesn't like doing adaptations even though they they have done stuff in the past. I know that one of the Clone Wars arcs was an adapted from a comic, so mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe one day I'll get to see some of the stories I like animated. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. I'm still holding out hope for my Rogue Squadron ongoing series. Please. It'd be so great. I know. Perfect. Uh, hey, let's move on to some Disney parks and resorts news. And the Disney Christmas special provided some new glimpses into Rise of the Resistance and the Flight of the Falcon ride. Those look so cool. They, uh, the What they showed us for um, Flight of the Falcon... It looks like it's this combination of, um, let's say, um, Soren with um, Mission Space. Yeah. Where you've got the quick time events of Mission Space in this awesome Falcon cockpit in front of this giant screen. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a really neat ride. I know. It, it just looks so interesting and the way they have, like, just, I just, I can't wait to just go in the world and see what everything is because it just, it just seems so, like, they've thought it through so well and it's going to be so immersive and make me want to cry. <laughs> oh, it. It's gonna be so interesting. And then there's Rise of the Resistance. We got they are still being so cagey. They really with this are. ride. Yeah. Like, they showed a little bit of it, but not a lot. Like everything I understand is like this is supposed to be the marquee attraction right. of Galaxy's Edge. But and I think they were also really, really cagey with uh, Flight of Passage when that came out. So I think it's going to be, I hope it's going to be a similar, well, like, Flight of Passage leave was just, and have it be a religious experience. Yeah, well, I mean, Flight of Passage was this transformative ride experience. No, yeah. They'd never done anything like it before. Yeah. Um, and I do wonder if uh, Rise of the Resistance is going to be similar. Um, I... I can't tell if this is all just promotional video stuff, but to seek, what if there really are cast members just ambling through the ride like it's, uh, like it's, um, uh, Hogwarts Express? No, uh, great movie ride. Oh. But to the nth degree. Yes. And... Hmm. It would provide a level of interactivity you'd never see before because every video they've shown so far um, that they claim are being shot inside of the ride features these cast members in costume just ambling through it. And uh, in this video, we also got a brief glimpse at the ride vehicle, uh, which that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, It's this looks to be eight people per car. And there's this uh, astromech droid in the front of it. Um, gosh, I can't wait. I, know. I can't wait. I'm really excited. Uh, moving on. The uh, Did you see this? The lightning portraits at uh, Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion got an upgrade. Yes, because I said it was Catra from She-Ra <laughs> and the Princesses of Power. 
yeah, so um, the when the lightning flashes, the images are much more illuminated and striking than they used to be. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because, again... We haven't... Magic well, we Kingdom haven't gone on any other rides, really. Yeah, Magic Kingdom was crazy the last time we were there, so we didn't do much in the way of rides. Oh my god, I think I, I think Haunted Mansion had like had like 120 minute queue lines. Yeah, which, and which is a a lot. I love Haunted Mansion a lot. I will I not do two hours for Haunted Mansion. No, I won't even do an hour for the Haunted Mansion. Mm-mm. No. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. I, yeah. Uh, speaking of other stuff at Magic Kingdom, the Tomorrowland Speedway is temporarily closed due to the Tron coaster construction. Uh. I can't wait for the coaster. Boy, you want to talk about rides that are going to be impossible to get on yeah. to. And you also. You thought Mine Train was bad? Oh, yeah. Also, the railroad is closed. Yeah, the railroad is closed. Uh, however, there is a walk. There is a walk-up experience where you can uh, tour the train. Yeah, uh, the train is permanently is, yeah, parked. Permanently parked at uh, the plaza entrance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, more more uh, closures as the Tron coaster is constructed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a ton of land cleared out. Over yeah, there. we we were when we were there. We went on uh, the. Uh, people mover mm-hmm. and when you're going toward uh the space mountain you can see all of the land they have cleared and it's very very it's 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 a lot it's a lot yeah uh oh you're excited about this bit of news yes there's a uh soundtrack album released for pandora um it's unfortunately only on apple music and itunes uh, not any other streaming services, but I ponied up to buy it on, on iTunes and I'm so excited because it has like the Pandora music, like the, the flight of passage music. So like, it's basically like you're listening to the entire ride. Yeah. It's uh, I've with listened, the sound effects and everything. I've and listened it, to it on and off and I didn't, uh, it, it's always interesting to me to just isolate area music. Yeah. Uh, from a park soundtrack and uh, uh, Pandora features some good ones and I hope we get a Galaxy's Edge the world of Star Wars oh my <laughs> I'm gonna have that on repeat it's right? just gonna be writing and productivity music for me exactly exactly uh, and here's something you're excited for yeah, speaking of Galaxy's Edge uh, one of the blogs out there got to preview some potential beers that may be coming to the galaxy far, far away. Uh, so Concrete Beach Brewery is a brewery um, in Miami. Uh, if the name sounds familiar, it's because their beers are a staple of um, Epcot's festival drink menus. Uh, they also uh, provide one of the signature beers at the Nomad Lounge in the Animal Kingdom. And uh, they've got a couple that may be on tap for galaxy's edge and let's see who was it it was a walt disney world news today made the trek down to miami to try these beers um one of them was the galaxy's edge ale this is a 12 ounce pour seven percent abv um it is a tart citrus crisp ale which is strange it almost sounds like a hazy uh and it's strong for a uh 
for a uh, beer you might run into at Disney. Um, the other one that is a potential, potentially coming to Galaxy's Edge is the Kungaloosh Spiced Ale, uh, six ABV. I think that's already there. That oh, actually, is that one already there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's in. Uh, that's in some of the park areas. I okay. Think. So the Galaxy's Edge Ale is the uh, one we may be seeing yes. there, and. Um, uh, Concrete Brewery is a microbrewer, uh, so this beer may be adjusted, modified uh, yeah. before it ultimately shows up. But um, I'm excited for it, and uh, boy, Nancy, we're going to be able to get drinks at a cantina. I know. I'll have to try the Galaxy's Edge Ale and then pass it over to you. <laughs> I will gladly finish it. Uh, Barons has some new Galaxy's Edge details. Um. Uh, uh, the um, outlet barons uh, talked to some folks with Disney Parks and had some details to share with us, um, such as this quote, building exteriors and Galaxy's Edge are designed to look weathered from the first day of completion. Visitors who have seen Harambe Market in the Africa section of Animal Kingdom will find a similar attention to detail here, such as the way faint rust streaks flow down from the corners of metal glass. So yeah, no surprise, all attention being paid to the details um <clears throat> and uh we got a name of the cantina it is oga's cantina oh i'll be there forever mm-hmm 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 and uh boy I, I i cannot wait for that um there should be multiple uh drink options there both alcoholic and non-alcoholic uh, that'll be in universe type drinks and uh you will indeed be able to order a blue milk. Is it going to be non-alcoholic or alcoholic? I got to think that one's non-alcoholic. That has to be like the butter beer. Right. It's, it's got to be like the, the signature drink. Uh, yeah. And the comparison to butter beer, like you said. I do wonder what the, what the alcoholic drink will be. Because like they have fire whiskey, I mm -hmm. think, at in Hogsmeade. But... Like, there's never really been a Star Wars alcoholic beverage that has really, like, uh, you know, that has a lot of, that's been mentioned in the movies a lot or in the shows a lot. So I'm I'm trying to think of what, what they might use. I'll have to think on that. Um, and there, if you're looking to shop at Galaxy's Edge and who isn't, uh, they'll be featuring a sort of merchant's row in which you'll be able to perhaps buy things like a full-sized R2 because you're 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 in a galaxy far far away you need your own full-size astromech mm -hmm. uh and you'll be able to haggle with animatronic uh, creatures that is so much fun i know <laughs> <laughs> that is really fun it's good i i I'm, i just want to sit there in the world and just watch people do things you like, know i i I'm so excited for everything, but it's weird that I'm mostly excited just to go in and soak up the atmosphere there. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I, I know I'm going to cry when I walk in for the first time. I, well, obviously, yes. Right? Yes. Uh, Bob Iger says um, Galaxy's Edge Disneyland is slated for a June 2019 opening. Hey, Disneyland, please get the kinks out of the way for us. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, as part of uh, Galaxy's Edge opening up, uh, 
tickets tickets are increasing in price uh, over at Disneyland. Um, uh, single single and multi day tickets are going up anywhere from ten to thirty five dollars per person per day. Uh, the annual passes, though, that is where the sticker shot comes in. I saw that uh, one of them shot up, and one of them without blackout date shot up from like eleven hundred to fourteen hundred. Yeah, that's ugh. Yeah, I I'm just <coughs> I I I'm dreading price increases here because I know it's going to happen, but I don't know if it's going to be that drastic. Well, the thing is, we don't have the problem Disneyland does. Yeah. Uh, in which Disneyland is pretty much at capacity yeah. a lot of the time. See, I think like Disney World's problem, Disney World is crowded, but a lot of Disney World's problem is capacity, mm-hmm. not space, like yeah. not having enough rides to distribute the the crowds. And they're, you know, fixing that, obviously. Yeah. But really, Disney World really only hits capacity like three or four days out of the year. Yeah. Fourth uh, of July. I uh, don't even think, I don't even think it does. I think really the only day it does is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I, Maybe I have Christmas. seen Christmas. Yeah. Um, but I don't even think Fourth of July is that bad anymore. Yeah. Disney World has much more ability to absorb crowds right. than Disneyland does. And the other problem Disneyland does is... They've got a parking problem. Yeah, and so many of their uh, guests are locals, whereas Disney World is more of a tourist destination. Yeah. Well, they've also got a resort problem. Right. They don't have enough hotel capacity. Yeah. Uh, which is definitely not a problem that Disney World Resort has. Yes. So I expect that you and I will see increases to our annual passes before long, but I don't think the sticker shock is going to be anywhere near as bad as uh, Disneyland folks. I hope not, but we'll buy it no matter what. Although I, <laughs> I, I will say that if the prices had to go up, I'm glad that they're having the annual pass holders shoulder the bulk of that. Yeah. As so opposed other people to people go. going on a vacation. Um, so that keeps those people from getting priced out. Yeah. Agreed. Um, oh, where were we? Oh, uh, Cast Member Magazine gives us a better look at the Rise of the Resistance ride vehicle. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's a couple interesting shots. There's a uh, shot of some cast members working on one of the Falcon uh, ride cockpits. And some interior shots of the Falcon, which, holy crap, I'm going to get to walk past the Dejaric table. Yeah. And um, if you look down there, Nancy, uh, there is that better look at the ride vehicle. It's it looks a little like the dinosaur ride vehicle, just a little smaller. Yeah. And it looks like it's that similar uh, drive by wire technology they use on dinosaur and Indiana Jones over in uh, Disneyland. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting vehicle. And I. Uh, just so cagey about it. I want to know more about that ride. I know. The mystery is killing me. Killing me. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival is underway. Shall we look at the offerings? It's not, it's not the Flower and Garden Festival. It's not. Oh, I have the wrong link then. It's the Festival, festival of, of the Arts. Arts. Festival and of I the looked Arts. at it today and the food isn't that great. Oh, bummer. <laughs> festival of Arts is underway. Yeah. Uh, bummer. Uh, I did see they had a chocolate dish I'm going to have to get. 
Yes. Excellent. There's a molten cake from France. Mm-mm-mm. But really, otherwise, it was, yeah, not that great. Yeah, last year's Festival of Arts uh, had more offerings I liked than yeah. what I'm seeing from uh, Yeah. From this. That's okay. I'll just go to the bakery in France and get a baguette. Yeah, you're <laughs> always good with your baguette from France. Listen, I love bread. You, you do That's love why I got a bread maker for Christmas. You do love bread. It's not Disney related, but... So, the week before Christmas, Nancy, yep. uh, you and I, my parents and my sister, went on a Disney maritime cruise. We did. Aboard the Disney Fantasy Eastern Ugh. Caribbean, and oh, it was so much fun. Can we not talk about it? Because I'm going to cry. Because <laughs> we're not on the cruise anymore. It was so much fun, though. It was so much fun. I mean, cruises in general are our jam. But the Christmas cruise was very much a jam. Oh, and I mean, we did a bunch of our usual things on a cru- on a cruise. Hang out in the Quiet Cove. Yes. Uh, hang out sit in, in the, La Piazza. Yeah, sit in the Vista Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't like. I feel like we didn't get to do as much as we usually like do. I don't know why, because we we weren't like super busy. But it's just like. I feel like because we've been on the fantasy so much, we know all of the little spots, but we don't have enough time to go to all the little spots we oh, like. I know, I know. And this cruise was different for us. Normally, we don't do a lot of port stuff, especially mm-hmm. on the Caribbean cruises, because we've done a lot in the Bahamas and the Caribbeans in the past. Yeah. Um, but uh, this time around, we did some port adventures. Yes. Uh, what were our stops again? Tortola. Mm-hmm. And St. Thomas. Tortola was great. Yeah. We um, went to the Baths, which is a na- national, why can't I say that word, national park. Uh, Tortola is part of the British Virgin Islands, and the Baths is a national park on Virgin Gorda. So we went, we docked in Tortola, um, walked about 10 minutes to the ferry terminal, got a ferry over to Virgin Gorda. Uh, took another little open air shuttle to the baths and then we walked down and the baths is this like beach area but it's really rocky so as you're walking down to the beach you're walking through like these cave structures yeah like and huge rocks and like there was water in there so you're like you know wading through as you're walking and it's super like it's just really fun to like walk through and then you finally emerge on the beach and it's a really small beach but it's super pretty and there's like these big huge rocks everywhere which is very different from the beaches we have here in florida Mm -hmm. i do wish we had time to go to the other beach but it was very crowded and we were just kind of lazy yeah so and uh it that is a great excursion to do because you don't need to book it through Disney. Right. Uh, it's actually a lot cheaper and a lot easier if yes. you do it on your own. They do have Disney excursions, but like the one we did, like I think there were Disney people that were showing up to the baths as we were leaving. Yeah, they were. And we're like, it was like, and we didn't get back super late We or super early. We got back at like 3, 3.30. We were like, we were there like. An hour and a half, two hours before all aboard? Yeah. So um, that was really fun. And then uh, St. Thomas was our next port. 
And you did a ziplining excursion. I did uh, the tree lineman ziplining excursion, and that was so much fun. Again, I booked this outside of uh, Disney Cruise Line. Uh, so we took a, took a taxi to the location, uh, did the excursion, came back in plenty of time. Um, but, oh, that was fun. I've done a couple ziplining courses. Uh, this was probably the best one I've done. Um, and oh man, it is beautiful. Uh, especially when they get you to the top, mm-hmm. um, to the top tower, uh, just this beautiful scenic look at, uh, towards the sea and the Virgin Isles. Uh, you could, you could see actually Tortola in the distance. Oh wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Which shows we didn't go very far though, uh, overnight. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, if you're going on an Eastern Caribbean and your uh, stop, and if this is one of your stops, I really do recommend this as an excursion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, I went with my dad and my younger sister, and uh, that was two and a half, three hours of the most fun I've had in a long time. Uh, it's uh, if you're scared of heights, you may not want to do it. I that's why I that's did why not Nancy do it. Nancy did not do it. <laughs> um, but uh, I would gladly do that one again. And uh, yeah, that that ma- that made the stop for me. Uh, we also um did one more thing at that stop. Uh, we all went took the gondola up to the observation point, yes, which I was scared about. Yes, very pretty. Very overpriced. Not sure if I'd do it again. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a nice scenic shot of uh, all the cruise ships yeah. in port that you could get. Um, I had my my wide-angle lens on my camera. I got some pretty pictures and then went right back down after about a half hour. Yeah. Not worth the 25 bucks a person we paid. Uh, but yeah, then it was uh, back onto the ship. Yeah. I do have to say that a maritime cruise is great just because cruising is already fun and delightful. But doing it and watching Santa mill about and Mrs. Claus tell stories and all of your favorite characters dressed up in Christmas outfits. It's so nice. It's It's so so great. I know. Holiday cheer all around, all week. I know. It's so great. They had like fun little events. They had the Christmas tree lighting on the first night. That, that was so, I, yeah, it's a little cheesy, but it was pretty and fun and it really just set the tone for the whole cruise and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, any other highlights for you? Um, I mean, everything. <laughs> I mean, the last night with the caroling was a really nice Oh, send-off. that was nice. Um. I got my, they had a, a story time with Mrs. Claus, and then at the end, all the Disney characters came out dressed in their little holiday sweaters, and, like, it was one of those things where, like, they, there's really no, like, it's not formally announced that it's a care degree, but they just showed up, and then they're like, all right, they'll be here for, like, 15 minutes, and you basically just go and do makeshift lines and go run around to all of the characters. And I was watching it and I'm like, I want to go get my pictures taken. And you're like, okay, fine, have fun. And so I went down and I got my picture taken with Minnie and Daisy and Donald Duck and Pluto in like the span of less than 10 minutes. (laughs) 
And there were and there were a couple of those little pop up yeah. uh, events throughout the cruise. Yeah, they do them every so often. Like they do character dance parties. Mm-hmm. Those are scheduled, but like yeah. And but I mean, there was a lot of characters I saw just roaming around this cruise, like more so than we've seen on previous cruises. Yes. Yeah. I Which, mean, short of like a Star Wars Day at Sea cruise. Yeah, like just characters just roaming around. And I'm like, okay, I like I'm here it. for this. Yeah. Like uh, we saw a tracksuit Mickey a mm-hmm. bunch of times. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, we've done a lot of cruises. And I think this was my second favorite one, only behind Alaska mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, I do love the fantasy. It is a great ship. Uh, how many times have we been on that now? A fantasy, I think four. Wow, I, I or am maybe. Look- f- wait, let me see. Two Star Wars Day at Sea cruises, this cruise, and then that little f- three day cruise. Yeah, so four. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> and you know the the staff as always were great. Mm-hmm. Um, stateroom was great. Uh, I will say though, I am looking forward to going back on one of the smaller ships again. Yeah, um, me too. I, I miss the wonder and magic size ships a little bit just because it's been a while since we've been on there. Uh, but uh, yeah, Maritime Cruise, if you have an opportunity to do it, I highly, highly recommend it. It's great. Lots of fun. It's a very, it, it's a different and fun way to spend the holidays. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're pairing it with the parks. It, agreed. I It was a great time. I really want to do the Halloween cruise and like... I, I want to do the Marvel cruise. Like, I love the theme cruises. They're just so great. <laughs> but I also kind of want to go on, like, a regular cruise so I can have more time to do things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we may be doing one in a year and a half from now again. Hopefully. 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 Uh, back to Alaska, just because Alaska was so wonderful. Um, but, yeah. Disney Cruise Line, still love it. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, no. All right. Well, we do have one listener question. Uh, this comes from Anna Lee, and she asks us, how long until I can go to Galaxy's Edge without suffocating? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer to that question, no. Um, like... How long was it before I mean, you may not have been able to get onto the rides very easily, but before you can get onto Pandora? I mean, we we were in Pandora that summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, your parents were here that summer and we didn't go on the rides, but we or we went on the Navi River journey, but we didn't go on and we did that at Rope Drop. Mm-hmm. We didn't go on Flight of Passage, but um, you know, we it it was crowded doing rope drop, but like we got in there at night and stuff and were able to walk around like other times. So I, I think like they have definitely taken into account how many people are, are going to be in Galaxy's Edge when they've designed Galaxy's Edge. I don't think moving around is going to be a problem uh, other than like opening weekend yeah. and like the really crowded time yeah, you are nuts if you try to go opening weekend right i mean we went to we were rocking around toy story land the summer mm-hmm. and it was fine i mean we, we didn't go on any of the rides but walking around is not going to be an issue yeah um 
as long as you, you know, you're accustomed to theme parks and how they work and that there's going to be a lot of people and you walk to the right. <laughs> uh, something you're going to want to do uh, potentially is get a resort hotel. Yeah. Uh, that gives you a chance to make fast pass reservations ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And it also potentially gives you access to extra magic hours. Yes. Which are resort only um admission yes. into the parks for an, a couple of a couple hours. Yeah, so you can do rope drop and then they do usually after hours so you can like wait until the park is closing and go on the rides. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, Disney does crowd control really well. We were there on New Year's Eve and they know what they're doing. They've got the tape out, they've got the cast members directing people. So even opening weekend, they're going to be able to move people around. The lines are going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, uh, and like waiting, like trying to get into the, the cantina and everything like that's going to be the problem. I would say a couple months, it'll be fine. But the rides like we still can't get fast passes for Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. And it's been a year and a half since that opened. Navi River Journey, we can get fast passes to, no problem. Yeah. But the other ones, we can't. Um, I mean, if if you're okay um, either not doing the rides or jumping into the line right as the park is closing, mm-hmm. uh, I would say at Disney World, you'll probably be all right heading to the park or heading to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to open in like November. Yeah. So I'm going to guess February, March. Yeah. Uh, you'll be all right to head in. Yeah. After Christmas, because the, that, yeah, those times are wait usually, the those times are usually slow anyway. So yeah, uh, definitely wait until after the holidays. Um, other than that, it's uh good luck. <laughs> Abandon hope all ye who enter here. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, you know, I, unfortunately I don't have written down who asked this question but uh, what is your favorite night show at the resorts so like permanent night show not like well let's put it into two categories seasonal and permanent <laughs> okay uh seasonal is epcot new year's eve fireworks mm-hmm. uh permanent is happily ever after <sighs> let's see um seasonal for me is yeah epcot Holiday tag. Holiday tag or New Year's Eve tag? Or sorry, New Year's Eve tag. Okay. Um, and permanent? It's still Illuminations until it goes away. Really? Mm-hmm. Not Fantasmic? I mean, I really love Illuminations. Oh. Now I feel bad about like being Making mean about it. Making fun of it constantly? It. Listen, it's not that great. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us on this edition. Uh, we'll be back next month. I'm not sure what we're talking about yet. Brian, you barely t- coughed. I know. Yay. Good job. Hooray. <laughs> You're not dying anymore. I am so glad I can podcast again. <laughs> Me too. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Uh, I don't know either. Uh, we're open to suggestion. <laughs> but we'll figure something out before we get back come back and record again yes uh, we're gonna do a tsr this weekend as well uh, we'll look back at the first half of resistance uh this season and just catch up on all the news because there's been a lot of it um yes 
But yeah, back to normal recording schedule. Sorry we've been missing in action the last month, but hey, we're allowed to enjoy the holidays and spend time with our families. And be sick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss that. Don't miss that at all. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode, everyone. We will catch you all next time. The Mouse Droid is a Tashi Station Network production. For more information and to hear more of our great shows, visit Tashi-Station.net.